Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes Please, and more. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however. It's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human erotic and sexual experience and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman and in my work I specialize in female sexuality and I work with women with pussies and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me. Expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you and even though I'm an expert on this topic I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion not a must so take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay hi and welcome again I'm delighted that you're here and now let's dive into today's topic. Hi and welcome to today's episode, which is another positive birth story conversation. Yes! Ah, oh, I'm so excited to share this with you. And if this is the first time you're tuning into a birth story episode, I want you to know that I'm doing this because I'm dedicated to shifting the narrative around birth from fear-mongering to excitement, from curse to blessing, from negativity to positivity. It's so important that positive, empowered, uplifting birth stories are told and heard so we as a society, as a culture, can learn to think about and give birth differently and hence support women to have beautiful, powerful, autonomous, positive birth experiences. Giving birth can feel amazing. I know this in my own experience and while still, of course, it's a really challenging experience. So, in today's episode, I've invited Jone Beekman to share about her home birth. Jone had a blissful, relaxed, powerful, and magical home birth, where she labored on her own all night while her husband was sleeping, as per her suggestion and desire. <laughs> he didn't just abandon her and go to bed. She said, go to bed, my love. And then she labored on her own and prayed and meditated and got so, so, so deeply embodied and at one with birth, with her baby. And then in the morning, she woke her husband up and he helped her prepare the environment and her midwife came. And later in the afternoon, she birthed her baby in the pool. She mentions that her birth made her feel like really being at one with it all. And at the same time, it was the most profound experience of being so connected to her animal nature. 
Her husband held her in love and support for hours, literally. (laughs) And overall, it was an experience that was so beautiful and so lovely. And you'll hear Ronne really speak about this and get emotional. And ah, yeah, so beautiful. So please listen to this if you're pregnant or send it to a pregnant friend of yours and let Jonas' experience inspire you on what's possible to experience when giving birth. It definitely inspired me and made me so excited to give birth again because I was recording this episode with Jonas when I was 31 weeks pregnant and I was like, yes, I can't wait to give birth again. (laughs) And that's how I want every woman to feel about giving birth. Enjoy this beautiful conversation. May it serve you deeply. Welcome, Rone. It's an honor to have you here. I'm so excited that you immediately jumped at the invitation to come on the pod and share about your story. And yeah, I am just so excited to hear it. So thank you for being here and welcome. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. I indeed, when I read your invitation, I felt so cold to respond directly because, yeah, my birth of my first daughter was like such a life changing experience and wow, made me feel so, so grateful with my body and the power of my body and the wisdom of my body that I really felt like I wanted to worship my body when I, like, right after the birth, I felt so in awe with what. Yeah, what my body could do and that just the only thing I had to do was to step out of the way and to just really trust, trust my body so much. And I felt like I could so much rely on her. So yeah, I, oh yeah, when I talk about it now and it's already, it's almost exactly 10 years ago that, uh, that my daughter was born and it feels like yesterday and it still sends chills across my spine that like, wow, yeah. So I'm super happy to be able to talk about this uh, today with you. I'm so, so, so happy for you and the experience that you had and this message of yours of how we can trust the body and just step out of the way and let her do her thing and just come into that deep reverence and awe of of the body, of, of nature, of the birthing goddess within, right? In a way. Yes. Um, that message needs to be loud and clear and repeated over and over and over again so that women know that it's possible. So without further ado, let's dive into it. Please tell your story and tell it as boldly and celebratorily and braggy and worshipy as you want. And please don't hold back on anything, any details or any anything. This is truly a non-judgmental and uncensored space to talk about your birth experience. Yeah, it is 10 years ago that I was pregnant with my first daughter and already during the pregnancy, I felt my body changing and I started falling in love actually more with my own body as my body was changing and becoming rounder. And finally I was growing breasts. Like, yeah, I always had muscles and finally I, I got all these round shapes and I felt so much like becoming a woman. But I was 
Yeah. So I, I, I really loved it. And my round belly and, and, and breasts and, and the sensation of rooting into my pelvis and to be really landing into my pelvis with the weight of my belly and the growing baby. That was such a great experience to, yeah, to be so much more landed and connected to the earth. So that already like felt like, okay, uh, I have a body and, and my body knows how to do this. And I can just observe what is happening. And, and I'm, I'm also a dancer. And so I've been dancing a lot, so like a, a somatic dance practice, which was also very, like I did it throughout the pregnancy. So I was really, yeah, home in my body. So that was a very, very beautiful event in the pregnancy itself. And then I think five days after the due date in the evening, we were just about to go to bed. The contractions started and I felt, okay, I can't go lay down now. I need to be upright and be with these contractions. And from that moment on, I felt so much present in the moments and so much present in my body that I wasn't even thinking ahead of Oh, maybe tomorrow I'll be a mother or it, it was just very much in the now. And yeah, I was sitting upright on the bed and my husband was already in bed, but supporting my lower back and really giving a lot of push and like counterweight into my lower back, which was really nice. Such a good feeling to, to be there present. And uh, yeah, and as the contractions became a bit more intense. I, I went downstairs and told my husband to sleep. And then I had the most beautiful night ever. It was so incredible, so magic, I would say. I just lit a little candle in the living room and I was there just with myself in my belly and my baby, like birthing baby on the sofa. And it was just magical. I, yeah, yeah, I'm almost tearing up as I'm talking about it now because it was so beautiful just to spend that night alone and in so much, yeah, just witnessing my body opening up, like literally yeah. and being there and, and just telling my body, yes, 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 you can do it. You can open. I'm here with you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. And I'm not going to be in the way. And yeah. That was such a magical night and I have been shifting between the sofa and sometimes on the toilet pot. It was also nice just to sit on the toilet. I had to vomit every now and then, but somehow I didn't give a shit about all of it. I mean, yeah, it was super intense. And at the same time, it didn't, I mean, not pain as in the way we humans talk about pain, but it was just an intensity that was beautiful. And then at five in the morning, things really became a bit more intense so I needed some support so I woke up my husband and then from that moment he was there with me and I had a water birth so he uh, prepared the bathtub uh, the birthing bath and filled it up with water and he called a midwife I didn't even tell you but so we did fully prepare for a home birth yeah so yeah it's it was so felt so safe and so contained in our own little house and the, and the midwife asked us, like, should I come now? I can have uh, my breakfast first. And then we said, yeah, just you go ahead and have your breakfast. We're fine. So she came around you know, 7.30 in the morning. And then I was already, well, fully in labor, I would say, in the bath. And my husband, Ben, was with me. And I have been sitting on his lap for those hours that I was, like, pushing out our daughter and he was supporting me 
and holding my legs and yeah, being there with me in a, for him, probably pretty uncomfortable position, but he was there and really felt my belly and felt the contractions like through my body into his. And it was, yeah, it was super beautiful. Wow. So he was in the tub with you. Yes. Yeah. And you were sitting like leaning on him like sitting on yeah his and he was holding my legs from behind so to say so he was like carrying my legs so yeah. i could like rest my legs into his arms yeah and and he yeah he was like yeah it was also super in a way very sensual and, and beautiful pose that we were in together and he was like squeezing the inside of my thighs quite tightly so that i would like know the direction and and somehow that the energy and the direction was always flowing down and that is something that we learned from a haptotherapist but I could tell something about that maybe yeah uh, later or now but uh, whenever yeah so that was a beautiful preparation towards the birth I think from the 20th week into the birth we had this haptotherapy and it is a bit of a Dutch thing I think but it's a manual therapy so to make connection to the body and to emotions in the body through touch mm-hmm. and and to connect to the baby yeah we did that with the two of us and the therapist and it was a beautiful beautiful preparation towards the birth of our yeah. daughter so it's almost like creating focal points using yes. touch yes yeah and so yeah. you had that a little bit like acupressure as well you know like yeah. in terms of like understanding yeah. like adding a focal point to the inside of your thighs could make you focus down and focus right where the energy goes and there was right. an installed emotional tone in that yeah or no it was also yeah. uh, also just also very much the sensation itself like that i wasn't focusing on like pain or well the intensity in my pelvis so much but that it was actually going further down and so that I wouldn't like beyond. hold it back, but it was actually beyond and towards my knees. And so that the direction was super clear and there was no way to, that I would like somehow pull in, but, yeah. but, but to always tell my body, yes, you can open, you can open and I'm here with you and the direction is down. Yeah. And yeah. you're literally being held by... I was partner. literally held by by my partner. And yeah, and the midwife was there next to us. But I think she even never touched me at all. I mean, she only checked in on, on the heartbeat of the baby every now and then. And that was it because she was looking at me. And then she said, you are a natural talent. I don't need to do anything. I can see you're already fully opened up. And well, that's it. You go ahead and tell me if you need me. So she was very quietly in the room and I could just fully let go of myself. And the most special thing maybe was that during that birth, I felt becoming truly one. I felt like I became one. I mean, my commenting self, my judging self, my observing self, they all diluted and disappeared and and I was just like I felt so much core like in the core of everything that was such a strong spiritual experience that I didn't give a shit about anything not even about me shitting into the bath and and that that the midwife had like to fish my shit out of the water I didn't care and 
being naked and, and shitting and mowing like a cow. And I could like just let it all go in the way I felt it was needed. And it became, yeah, very animal-like. This has been the closest moment to being really of animal nature. Yeah. And there was so much relaxation in that birth because in the end, like the pushing phase of the birth took quite a few hours. So it took maybe a bit longer than the midwife expected, but then she was checking on the heartbeat and it was all fine. So she said, you take your time. And then in between the contractions, the pushing, there was so much relaxation and I could lean back in the arms of my husband and, and be fully relaxed in a way. So that, that is really like, if there's one word that belongs to this birth it would be a relaxed birth and magical and well there are many more words i guess that i could say but a lot of breathing and yeah relaxation and in between of course all the power so it was extremely powerful and yet extremely relaxed at the same time yeah but that was yeah super beautiful oh I've cried like three times. <laughs> I am just filled with oxytocin and goodness. Yes. And <laughs> wow. And there's so many beautiful points that you make. I love how you say it was a relaxed birth. Of course, there were so many other things, but it was really a relaxed, magical, powerful birth. And I think that's such an interesting thing to emphasize because we in our culture don't really associate birth with relaxation at all. We think it's this 12 hour, 48 hour long contracted state of pain and discomfort and suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned True. over Whereas, and over again how it was so relaxed. Yes. Yes. Already that night before that my cervix started to open up and yeah, it was so beautiful and so special and so magical and like not in the least a uncomfortable situation. It was like the most magical, unforgettable night I ever had. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm so, so, so happy for you. Wow. How special that you told your husband, go to bed. And you went downstairs and you created your goddess cave in a way, yes. right? Goddess yes. birthing cave, lit that candle and you sat with yourself. Yes. Yes. I mean, there you planted the seed for becoming one with yourself. Yeah. As birth then progressed and the yes. brain waves and the chemical balance in the body changes. But in that meditation and in that ritual and in that intentional space with yourself, you gave yourself over to your body yeah. and you said, I'm willing to let you lead me and, and become one with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That truly was what it was like. And that's beautiful to hear the back from you in that way. Yeah. And, and when I birthed Olga, my oldest daughter, afterwards, I felt so much in awe with my body that I was, how can I? How can I thank my body? I mean, how I felt like oh, I need to, to build an altar for my body to worship her. Like really such a strong feeling. Like, wow, what a magical experience. And yeah, yeah, that was really like a wave that came over me. Like, oh my God, this was like so special. And yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what 
you know, whatever God created us to do, evolution, universe, have perfected over eons and millions of years of evolution and growth. So whatever you believe in how we came to this planet and how we're created, we're created to give birth in this way. It's not a faulty design. It is a beautiful, divine, perfected design. And you are sharing with us just how amazing it can be. Yes, yes. And one of the key words you mentioned is getting out of the way, like literally. Yeah. And bringing in so much. I also got the sense of like when you lit that candle and maybe this word doesn't resonate with you, but it's almost like you entered into prayer or like worship in a way, like prayer. If if we only connect prayer to religion, it can feel Mm. maybe like it it doesn't resonate with non-religious people. But how you mentioned, you know, you were witnessing your body, you were speaking with your body. It was almost like you were praying to your body, sending prayer to her, to your womb. Yeah. Little by little, handing over the power to her symbolically. Yes. And that is, that's profound. That's profound, right? Hi, love. I'm going to take a minute of your time and just let you know that you can download my free honeypot practice by clicking on the link in the show notes. The honeypot practice is one of my all-time favorite meditation slash visualization practices that has an immediate effect on making you feel like lit up and buzzing inside and in deep connection with your sexual organs. It's so, so, so delicious. It's a simple yet incredibly sweet and potent visualization for feeling a deep connection with your sexual organs. So download it, do it a few times, and reap the benefits. (laughs) Okay, back to the episode. So I'll just summarize the experience a little bit because it's so beautiful to do that so this was your first pregnancy and yes even during pregnancy you were loving your growing and changing body you mentioned I felt like I was becoming a woman I was rooting into my pelvis I landed and connected to earth as my body changed and you were a dancer already so obviously there was an embodiment but it was a deeper kind of embodiment a more feminine or like earthly womanly embodiment that was taking place through this pregnancy and you were using somatic dancing and you danced throughout pregnancy beautiful five days after you were due in the evening you started having contractions and immediately you felt like it was an invitation to be present not worry about tomorrow and what's going to happen and so forth there was a, a presence that arose in the experience that you followed And so, like we mentioned already, you spent the night alone when your husband was sleeping, worshiping your body, meditating, praying, moving with your body, allowing yourself to have that opening and vomiting and experiencing intensity, but it was never coded or experienced as pain. You mentioned it was beautiful intensity. I did not feel pain. 5 a.m. you woke up your husband because things were advancing or as like progressing right? And so he woke up, he started filling up the birth pool, you connected with the the midwife. It was a planned midwife-assisted home 
birth in water. So you set things up. She came after breakfast. No rush. <laughs> no urgency. <laughs> Everyone's so well nourished. Your husband slept. Your midwife ate. You meditated <laughs> and gave yourself that nourishment. Yeah. So everyone was well nourished. <laughs> and then you sat in the pool on his lap, applying this hapto technique. Haptotherapy. Haptotherapy. This physical, like focal point pressure technique. And through this experience, as birth progressed, you felt yourself becoming one. Yes. One with all. There was no separation, no different parts, no judging, no analyzing. There was just a sense of oneness. Yes. Where you were literally not giving a shit about anything. You were so in the experience and I love that you mentioned that you pooped in the water and that was a positive experience that you just like I don't care that I'm just I'm at peace like I'm the one right (laughs) so your wonderful midwife scooped the poop out of the water you were naked you were open opening sounding like a cow and you said it's the closest I've ever been to my animal nature and the key word that come through over and over again was I was so relaxed. It was a relaxed, powerful, and magical birth. And once her baby was out, Olga is her name? Yes. Yeah. Once you had birthed Olga and she was outside, the immediate feeling you mentioned was feeling like so in awe of your body, so in reverence to the point that you were like, I need to create an altar for her. (laughs) Right. Wow. Well done, Mama. Thank you. So beautiful to hear that back from you. It's like yeah. showering myself, like, wow, in this experience. Yeah. 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 You did that and your body did that and you and your body and your womb and your baby, you did that together. Yeah. Beautiful. Ah, oh, yeah. Birthing can be relaxed, magical, powerful, a state of oneness, an absolute surrender of the ego and self, a beautiful, right. intense, yet magical experience. And also key word that you said over and over again, I just trust. I trusted my body. Yes. I trusted. I trusted. I trusted. Right. Trusting yeah. the design, trusting your room, trusting your baby, trusting nature. Right. Yes. Trusting yourself. Yes. Fantastic. Ah, so <laughs> much birth wisdom coming through and women have been doing this for millions of years. And so mm-hmm. it's like that trust. I don't know for you, but for me, it felt like I meditated during pregnancy and also did lots of movement practices, sexual practices, lots of different ways of preparing. But it was almost like I could connect with the instinct and like trust in my DNA, right? Like it's yeah. it's almost like it's there. It's an inheritance that we right. have inside. Yes, yeah. And we find yeah. it inside. Yeah, we just have to step out of the way and let that wisdom emerge and, yes. and, and take her course yes. and flow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, amazing. So we mentioned your preparation a little bit. Was there anything else that you did? So you danced, yeah. you did this haptotherapy. Is there anything else that yeah. you did in terms of preparation that you feel contributed yeah. or and that you used during birth? Yeah, I think, well, I've been very consciously during my entire pregnancy been locking out negativity around birth. 
So that was very, uh, that I felt was super important. So I only wanted to invite empowering stories, positivity. So I read all the books that I could find about powerful birth, natural birth. And I consciously didn't want to go into the other stories. And I even decided not to go to the hospital introduction. And because I felt I am setting up, I'm preparing for a home birth. And of course, if things take another direction, I'm happy that there is a medical system and that I can rely on that. But I don't need to already prepare for that situation because I am preparing for a home birth in, in the birthing pool. And yeah, that, that is the story that I'm, I'm preparing for. And that felt very important. So I've been reading a lot. I watched movies about home birth experiences in the water. I shared a lot of these stories with my husband. He read also part of these books and or I've been telling him about and that was also felt very important that he also fully trusted that we were choosing this path. And we're also lucky, I think, to be part of that Dutch system where home births are pretty common, even though that is decreasing a bit maybe over time, but in general, it is still very common. And we had a great midwife practice that super supported a natural birth, home birth. So each time when a doubt would creep into my system about maybe my pelvis is too narrow, maybe uh, they would assure me, no, your body is built to give birth. So there's no way your pelvis will be too narrow because your body is designed to give birth. So yes. that was wonderful. So I had a lot of trust from my own system and from my connection to my own body. And that I very much empowered that with the things I read and with the midwives that supported us and with the haptotherapists that also did a wonderful job in the preparation towards the birth. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for naming those things. And I agree. It's so, so important to not listen to negative stories because they absolutely do no good. It's like the metaphor, the comparison I make is imagine when you are planning a road trip with friends and you're so excited about your road trip and then you tell your friend that you're going to drive from whatever Sweden to Spain. No one shares with you non-consensually about the time when their friend died in a car crash or how they had a car crash on the highway so you should be so careful and you know no one talks about those things right. or when you go on an airplane and, and you're gonna go flying somewhere people don't say oh but you did you hear about that time that plane crashed and everyone died no one says that but for some reason when it comes to birth people love talking about the terrors and the dangers and the risks and I think a lot of times they think they're doing you a favor in a way or it's just that perhaps I don't know I'm just guessing but a lot of women who share about their negative experiences or partners that share about their partners having negative experiences, it's like they just have a need to process and they haven't had the space to do that really. Yeah. But it this like superimposed, all these superimposed stories that we hear about birth, they do absolutely no good and they're completely irrelevant. Because even if, I mean, you can study the risks, but that's something that you then seek out yourself and you can do in an empowered way and see, okay, if this happens, this would happen. If this happens, this happens. But just telling these negative stories, I agree with you. And I did the same. I was like, no, nah, 
zero, zero tolerance for negative stories. <laughs> they do me absolutely no good. They don't give me tools. They don't give me empowerment. They don't give me a sense of safety. If shit goes sour, we'll deal with it. We'll yeah. go to the hospital, you know, right. but right. what does it serve me to hear about this woman who nearly died or this one who, yeah. you know, absolutely not so. The beautiful thing was also that in the Netherlands, we have like the midwives, but then we also have a woman who is helping you in the first week after giving birth and in the home to take care and to, to help you through. And she was there as well during the birth. She And it was nice because she took such beautiful pictures of our birth in the pool. And the pictures oh, were wow. just so amazing. So we shared them with the midwife practice. And then they used these pictures on a presentation and a lecture that they gave in the hospital to the... Uh, the OBGYN. Right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. to show them, like, this is what a home birth can look like. Yes. And just to spread that information, because in the hospital, doctors may have like a bit of a, well, skewed image of what yeah. birth can look like. So I felt so great that, that we could also use that experience to, to share it wider and so that the midwives could use these pictures to tell the doctors in the hospital about the beauty of wow. birth. So that's, yeah. <laughs> so many beautiful, like ripple effects. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so true. Yeah. OBGYNs, they only come in when something goes wrong, usually. Right. So they only have this negative understanding right. and they very rarely right. see undisturbed physiological birth right. flowing healthily. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> to wrap up, finally, what would you say to a woman who's going to give birth at some point in her life? If you were to speak to her heart, what would you say? I would say love your body, really fall in love with your body and trust her wisdom and her knowing what she is made for and what she's made of. And yeah, explore the body and Paris it and be with her already throughout the pregnancy to really make that connection to the body. That's one. And the other thing is indeed get inspired by positive stories. Read about the experiences of other women that had empowering experiences. So that's, yeah, share the inspiration. And so that's even if sometimes you think, what, what if that you return home to your own body and know like, yes, this is the body that I can rely on. Yeah. Birth goddess wisdom from Rona to you. <laughs> Beautiful. One of my, I'll just mention it here, but one of my favorite resources for positive birth stories is Ina May Gaskin's books, mm. A Spiritual Midwifery and Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. Both of those books have amazing positive birth stories and Orgasmic Birth, the movie. And then, of course, my podcast series with amazing <laughs> births, like the one you just listened to. <laughs> and then I'm sure there are plenty of plenty of other ones as well. But that's a good space if you're listening and you're like, okay, yes, that sounds great. Where do I find these stories? I just shared a few places with you where you can find that. Okay, Juana, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, for sharing this absolutely magical, embodied mammalian relaxed powerful beautiful spiritual experience of yours and most of all i'm so happy for you that you got to have that incredible experience 
Thank you. Thank you. It was beautiful to re-experience this experience today. And I feel it running like throughout my body and beyond. So thank you so much for this space. Yay. <laughs> beautiful. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.